Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Shadow Speaks. I am your host, Linda. Today, I'm going to discuss soul aspects, soul loss, and the shadow. We have many aspects that make up our soul, but how do they operate together? And how can an aspect become lost? This episode is part one of a three-part series. The next two episodes will cover Calling Soul Parts Back Home and Soul Retrieval. Today's discussion will give you some insight as to how to identify when an aspect of your soul is lost. So sit back and relax and be sure to listen to the end for a simple healing exercise that will help you to have a deeper understanding of the aspects of your own soul, what a lost aspect means, and how to identify it through your shadow. When I began my healing journey, I heard these phrases over and over again. Soul loss, recovering lost aspects, soul retrieval. And even though I was taught on what they were, and I actually had done a few soul recovery sessions with a highly skilled shaman, as well as conducted much research on my own, I still didn't clearly understand what it meant until I had direct experiences with the entire process, which for me happened in three steps. One, identifying a lost aspect. Two, calling the aspect back home, which is done by preparing space for it. And three, retrieving the lost aspect. So what is a soul aspect? And how do we lose it? Well, our soul is a sphere of divine light, full of vitality that powers our lives through our energy system, consisting of seven chakras. Chakras are like spinning wheels of energy along our spine, each having distinct characteristics that govern different parts of our energy system and correspond to nerves, and major organs, and affect our emotional and physical well-being. So when all is well, each spinning disc holds vibrant color and receives and releases energy harmoniously. We also have a star chakra above our head that connects us to our higher self, our higher guidance, and an earth chakra beneath our feet that anchors us to this earth. It is a highly sophisticated system. There are many aspects of our soul that operate together like a grand symphony. So just think of the soul as a blazing sun creating sparks of flame within it. And each spark represents different aspects of the soul, holding different attributes. They are like parts of you that make up your personality, but all combine together in one dynamic sphere. 
So there may be a part of you that has a great sense of humor and a serious part of you. Or there may be an innocent, shy part of you and a playful part. There may be an adventurous part of you and a courageous part of you that stands up to unimaginable challenges. The variations are many, but they are all forms of expression of aspects of your soul and are interwoven through the chakra system. Aspects come and go as needed, which is why you do not get courage unless you are faced with the situation that requires it. In other words, face your fears and your courage will activate. It is when you embark on an endeavor that the aspects needed for it show up, and not before. Some may lie dormant because they are not being used, like an artist who doesn't paint anymore, while others may be overactive. It is one of the reasons why balance in your life is important. It keeps a balance of the energy system which directly impacts your health. So when you experience extreme duress for a prolonged period of time in a certain area of your life, the aspect that that form of expression is derived from may fall away or become blocked. For example, if you were sexually violated in some way, whether you're a man or a woman, the intimate aspect of you in all your relationships may seem to coil up and have a difficult time expressing itself. If you are able to face it, process it, and heal from it, that aspect will reemerge, possibly thriving like never before. If you are not able to address the pain and process it, or maybe not seek help in doing so, that aspect may seep deeper into hiding until it becomes lodged into your unconscious and it will communicate and act out through your shadow, continually seeking the healing that it needs. When an aspect gets pushed away, it is because someone is aware of the pain they suffer, but refuse to address it, talk about it, or deal with it, which actually can prevent healing. They are consciously denying it. This is actually very common in families when something devastating has happened, like a death in the family, and say, for example, a parent refuses to discuss it, and the whole family is silenced because talking about it is considered taboo. It is a way to push pain away, but the grief from each member must be restrained and has no outlet for its expression. The members of the family that find a friend or confidant will be able to process their feelings and find solace. But those who remain quiet will suppress the incident and in turn, an aspect of themselves. In the event that an ordeal has occurred that is too painful to even acknowledge that it happened, that aspect may be repressed. In all cases, it can result in soul loss, or better put, loss of soul aspects. In other words, it is a portion of your soul that is affected, but not the soul as a whole. And under extreme circumstances, aspects of the soul may flee in cases where it may be dangerous for it to stay. 
which is usually due to trauma which is simply too difficult to endure. It does this for its own protection and or preservation. So if your soul is like a blazing sun, soul loss or lost aspects would be like fragments of that blazing sun flickering and jumping off like sparks from fire. The flame will never go out, but it can dim significantly if enough aspects flee or lie dormant. Have you ever tried to cook with a flame that is just flickering? It has to work so hard and will usually not be up to the task. This is why when you have numerous soul aspect loss, it can be difficult to function, and in my case, led to severe depression. There is a way to identify soul loss. Shadow work is the most powerful tool because it is the process of making the unconscious conscious. In a sense, all the information from any incident that precipitated the soul loss will be encoded in your shadow. And becoming aware of parts of yourself that may not be operative through projections and judgments can be quite revealing as to what has been lost. It is important to note that through your intentions and great diligence, you can call back and recover these aspects, but you must identify them first. So right now you must be saying, well, how do I do that? Well, think about your life from a broad perspective, from childhood to the present. Are there things you just don't like anymore that haven't even occurred to you? Are there foods or places that you used to adore that barely get your attention now? Are there personality traits that are dulled or even gone, most notably without notice? Did you used to have a great sense of humor and now can't even remember when you had a good laugh? Have you lost interest in things you used to love like painting, music, or hobbies, and don't even remember why you stopped? Do you feel numb to environments you used to enjoy, like being in nature, smelling flowers, hiking in the mountains, or walking along the shore of the ocean? Now, it is typical that likes and passion can change for things over time. But what is a signature trademark of soul loss is that you are not even aware that these changes have taken place. For example, I used to love baseball. My son was on a baseball team for most of his life while growing up. Baseball all summer, fall ball in the fall, practices every day, double headers on weekends. I took my son to major league games on occasion, and we used to go to the minor league games all the time because the ballpark was so close to our house. My son used to collect baseball cards, so we always waited outside of the park for the players to come out after the game so that he could get their autographs. I spent endless hours at baseball games, went to games with friends, and still watched game after game at home 
watching three games back-to-back in one day. That's a lot of baseball. One day, I was standing in a luxury movie theater not long ago, and a baseball game was being played on a large screen TV in the lobby. I looked up at it curiously and felt somewhat confused for a moment. It was like an old energy tapped me on the shoulder. And I said out loud, I forgot I liked baseball. And then I said in amazement, I forgot I liked baseball? Now what was strange was not that I hadn't followed baseball in a long time or even thought about it, but that I forgot I even liked it. It was like a huge chunk of my life was just omitted from my memory. And baseball was not really the issue. It was everything that it represented. A time of innocence and fun. Spending quality time with my son. Having a team to root for and celebrating when my team won as though I had actually played. And the amazing feeling I had while sitting in a ballpark at sundown with a fresh manicured field and a good excuse to have some comfort food. It was truly a state of joy for me. So when the realization that I had let go of such a significant part of my life occurred, something that made me so happy, I had to ask, why did I let it go? And why didn't I know? And more importantly, what went with it? Or why was the memory blocked? Although it did require me to look deeper at the multiple circumstances that contributed to why I left it behind, this is how I recognized that a part of myself was lost. Lost to my consciousness. This is the work and shadow work. These realizations may not tell the whole story, but they are the roadmap for tracking what has slipped into your unconscious. So don't underestimate the simplicity of looking at your everyday life circumstances to seek out indications that parts of you may be lost. The first step in recovering lost aspects is to become aware of the parts of you that seem to have just faded away. They may seem insignificant, but when you examine all the details surrounding the faded aspect, it will usually uncover the catalyst as to why you turned away from it. The shadow contains all the parts of you that are in the unconscious. They are not negative or positive unless you decide that they are. They are just absent from your field of consciousness, but they are still connected to you. So here are a couple of easy exercises to help you retrieve information regarding a lost or dormant soul aspect. It is actually helpful to do the exercises at the end of each episode and work on it through your own method of self-discovery for the time between the episodes. And you will be better prepared to digest the process and begin to develop your own process 
And just as a note, there are two important points that I'd like to make. One, there is a simplicity to the content in this podcast that is meant to peel away any perceived complications of what doing shadow work is. And two, everyone has an inner healer. And we are living in a time where accessing that inner healer is critical so that you can develop your own understanding and method that brings you back to a state of wholeness. Think about an incident that changed you. A moment of anguish where you said emphatically, I will never trust anyone ever again. Or, I will never share my true feelings with anyone else. These moments are when aspects flee. So think about this incident, or better yet, journal about it, or even just make a few notes. And you will be amazed that when you trace back to this particular incident, that you will see with the trajectory of where your life experiences went after that, were definitely impacted by this moment. Or you can try this exercise. Scan your memories for happy times and highlights in your life. Think of an event, situation, or even a moment of laughter with a loved one. Recall who you were at that time. Your attitude towards life. Your outlook. Your optimism. Is that person still around inside of you? Do you miss the way you used to be? or wonder where that spark in your eyes went. Again, journal or just think about the many faces of you over time. Is there a part of you that you feel is absent? And then take a deep breath. Direct your breath to the part of your body that is affected by what you have recalled. And if you're not sure... Take a deep breath into your heart and exhale any emotions that may be lingering. And remember, shadow work is the best way to identify lost aspects because it is usually a painful moment or experience that takes place in which the aspect slips away and the shadow of that aspect steps up and becomes operative. So it is behind the shadow that you will find the lost aspect. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I look forward to our next discussion. Many blessings to all.